good week. And uh, this uh, Sunday before Thanksgiving, uh, we want to uh, take time uh, we to reflect on how blessed we are and uh, take time to be thankful for uh, what we have. Uh, it's so easy, isn't it, to focus on what we don't have and focus on what's wrong uh, in our life or in our world. And I tell you, it's a lot better. We find that we're a lot happier if we realize we have an awful lot to be thankful for. Uh, And no matter how bad off we think we might be, chances are there's someone that's worse off than we are. Uh, And so uh, if you have your Bibles this morning, I'll call your attention to Psalm 100. The Psalm of Thanksgiving. Just five short verses. Let's take a look. Beginning in verse 1. It says, Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing, that the Lord, or know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. I'm thankful that we have a God that is gracious to us and that in fact God's uh, grace and mercy never run out. Uh, we've got a ton of food back there. Uh, we'll have a lot of leftovers. Chances are, as you gather Thursday uh, with your family and friends, you'll have leftovers. Uh, to us, we have limited supply. Eventually, those leftovers will be ate up. Seems like the pumpkin pie or the banana, whatever our favorite dessert is, by the time we get there, seems like it's always gone. And, you know, that it's, it runs out. But with God and God's supply, never, ever runs out. And I'm so thankful for that. So a few things that we ought to be able to thank the Lord uh, as children of God for this morning that we find here in the song. We ought to take time, and we'll take time in just a minute to, to do that corporately. The first thing that we ought to be thankful for is, is praise. What do you mean thankful for praise? We ought to be thankful that God wants to hear us praise Him. He looks forward to hearing our voices. He looks forward to hearing from you. You that are grandparents or parents that have children that have moved away, you know the joy that comes on your face when the caller ID shows their name on your phone. And you're excited and you're always glad to hear from them. Even though, especially if they're college students, it's probably because they're asking, calling to ask for some more money. You still answer the phone and you're still glad. God is, has blessed us in so many ways. Does he need to hear from us? No. 
he's content. He 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 is not dependent on us. We're dependent on him. But the very fact that we can praise God means we have something to praise Him for, doesn't it? And that means we recognize, listen, if you don't think God has done anything in your life, you need to look around. You need to put on some new glasses and look around because even if you think things are mighty bad in your life, it could be a lot worse. You know, the the Lord has been so very good to us. He's near to us. He never leaves us and never forsakes us. Sometimes we wonder about that. We wonder about that promise that he will never put more on us than what we're able to bear. And we realize God has a lot more faith in us than we do in ourselves sometimes. But God has indeed blessed you. In fact, all of us have something to praise the Lord for. In fact, we probably have several things to praise the Lord for. And perhaps one of the most forgotten, maybe, things that we can praise the Lord for is that we can go to Him anytime we want to, and He's always there for us. We are so we're unworthy to call upon the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. And yet, He loves us so much, He sent His Son to die for us. He loves us so much, He always looks forward to hearing from us. And when we call, He never says, No, I'm sorry, you've got... You know, I'm tired of hearing from you. I'm, uh, you've used up all your chances. You've used up all your forgiveness. You've used up all of my grace. He never says that. And I sure am thankful because there have been a lot of times in my life I've needed God's grace. And it's always been there. There have been times I've needed God's mercy and it's always been there. And so the psalmist says in, in, in the psalm that we read this morning, Sing to the Lord. In other words, praise the Lord, all you people, everyone. All of the land should praise the Lord because they have been blessed by God. The Bible says the, it rains on the just and the unjust. God blesses even those uh, that don't even acknowledge Him. You know, it, the truth is still truth whether we choose to accept it or acknowledge it or not, isn't it? person can deny God's existence. Doesn't change the fact he's there. And in fact, doesn't change the fact that he's even watching over those folks and even trying to, to woo them into a relationship with him. So the psalmist said, listen, make a joyful shout. Not a, a meek, well, well, thank you, Lord. Not a happens to have a quick, but that we spend some significant time praising the Lord, and that should be something we don't just do the fourth Thursday of every November. It should be something we do every day. But especially this season. So we can be thankful that no matter how rough we have it, no matter how 
bad we've been or you know, how far away from the Lord we've wandered, we can still praise Him and He'll hear us every single time. That if we'll turn to God, He'll never turn us away. That's great news. That's what the gospel is all about. And so indeed, God looks forward to hearing from His people. And we do have a lot to praise the Lord for. And it is a blessing that we can praise the Lord. That God is willing and, and that to hear from me and from you. To allow us, as the writer of Hebrews says, to come boldly before the throne of grace and find help in the time of need. That we can bring all of our petitions, that we can bring any, anything that's bothering us, any concerns that we have, any situations, why, we can bring them to God. And the thing is, God is almighty. And He's all-knowing. And so those things that we don't know what to do or how we're going to get through them, God does. And God has the ability to help us to get through those things. The second thing that I want to see, not only ought we be thankful that we can praise God, but you know, so we ought to be thankful for God's provision. You know that everything that you have, your family, your house, your car, your job, the money in your pocket, the friends that you have, this church. You're able to have those things because God gave them. Say, well, I earned it. You know, I earned that paycheck. Well, you did have to work to get that paycheck, but... Who gave you the ability to do the work that you did to earn the money? It was God. And who put you in that job to start with? It was God. God says, and the psalmist reminds us, that God provides for his people. And we can enter his gates with thanksgiving in our heart because he has given us what we need. And in fact, he goes on beyond what we need and even gives us some wants. The greatest thing that God has provided for us, salvation. If the Lord had only saved us and then left us, that ought to have been enough to praise him. We should certainly be thankful for just that. That though we were lost, though we had spat in the face of God and we're living apart from Him, God sought us out. God called us to Him. and said, hey, listen, I have paid your sin debt. Why don't you accept that gift? That really is what salvation is all about. It's not us cleaning ourselves up because we can't be clean enough to come before the Lord on our own. It's not about us making better decisions because we can't make good enough decisions to come to the Lord on our own. It's simply about receiving and accepting that free gift that God gave to us. God knew that we owed a debt there's no way we could pay. And so he came and he paid it himself. 
he provided for us. For salvation. But, you know, not only did God provide our salvation, but God provides our daily needs as well. You know that I look around and I don't see anybody that is starving. That most of us probably could miss a meal or two. But we may not have steak every night, but we have food. He's provided us family. Even those who are orphans, if they're saved and they're part of God's family, they're not alone, are they? God has given us not only earthly families, but spiritual families as well. And sometimes the spiritual families mean even more to us, and they're even closer than physical families are. God's provided us friends. He's provided us a place to worship Him. Everything we need, God has provided. And so, we ought to thank Him for that. When somebody does something nice for you, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to say thank you. We live in quite an ungrateful society. People expect things. And that's unfortunate and sad. And I hope you're, you're not like that. I hope that you do thank folks. And, but... We should never expect God's blessing. And we're in a dangerous place when we expect God to bless us. When we expect God to do what we tell Him we want Him to do. We're in a dangerous place when we do that because that means that we've put ourselves in God's place and we've lowered God. He alone is God. We didn't make ourselves. He made us. Not the other way around. We have to remember that. But that's something that else that we need to be thankful for. That God continuously provides. But friends, the third thing is not only does God, should we be thankful for praise that we can come before the Lord and for the things God gives us for his provision. But we need to be thankful for proclamation for God's proclamation, for who God says we are. Notice what the psalmist says. He says, for we are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. In other words, God has said, and the psalmist reminds us, God has said, you are mine. live in a world that although we have Facebook, we might have hundreds of friends on Facebook, and yet people can have hundreds of friends and just be absolutely lonely and absolutely miserable because God created us to need human contact. He created us to need 
spoken to and to speak to others. There are those that we have that are Facebook, for, you know, that we probably wouldn't know them if we walked down the street. And it's okay to have those kind of friendship. If you can call it a friendship, it probably really isn't. But God desires something so much more for us. And so he said, you know what? That you're not just out there floating alone in this world. You are mine. It is a wonderful thing. Listen, the world may not want it. You might feel like you as... We're getting into that Christmas season. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer will, will come on. And you remember in that show, don't you, the island of misfit toys. Those toys that just didn't quite belong. All they wanted to do was belong to somebody, be played with. And I tell you that that really is a a longing deep within every human being is the need to belong, to feel a part. And God says, you belong to me. No matter what this world says, no matter how odd this world thinks you might be or how you don't fit into these places or these cliques, you belong to me. No matter how battered or scarred you think you might be, God says to every one of us, I want you. And the great thing is, because of the Lord's goodness and his mercy that never ends, he takes us, though we're battered and scarred and, you know, got rough edges, and he turns us in to something altogether different, doesn't he? He turns us into something wonderful, something beautiful, something good. Do we do that on our own? Absolutely not. But God can do that in your life, and he wants to do. And when he does that, what's the natural response that should come out of your mouth? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Because God has said, you are my... In other words, he said, you are my child. And I'm going to look after. I'm going to welcome you to the Thanksgiving table. You won't have to sit at the kitty table, you know, downstairs away from everybody. You sit at one big table. And so we indeed, my friends, do have a lot to be thankful. So it's we close our service this morning, you'll notice that there's a fourth blank on your back of your bulletin. You've been taking notes. Now, I'll give you an opportunity to fill that in. It doesn't have to be a P. You'll have to alliterate your... So it can be any letter, start with any letter you want to. But I want you to think of something. 
What do you have to praise the Lord for today? Maybe it's health. Maybe you're thankful for family. Thankful for loving church. If there's one thing that should characterize God's people, it's that God's people should be known as a thankful people. Because we are so very blessed. And as you've thought of that, I want to give you an opportunity. I'm not going to call your name and, you know, I'm not going to point. If you don't want to say anything, you don't have to. But I want to give you an opportunity. If you would like to, tell us what your, your blank is. What are you thankful? Amen. That's right.